Howdy. Welcome to the Ravenous Podcast. My name is Gray, and I want to talk about the Gray Man Theory today. So, um, excuse me as I stumble through my first official podcast. Um, this is a, a subject that is near and dear to my heart, and I try to live by every day. However, nobody can truly fill the Gray Man Theory at all times, and I'll get into this. So when it comes to walking through town, grabbing a bite at the bar, or even your commute to work, do you stand out? This is a question I'm not asking if you're a redhead or if you're six seven. I'm asking how your demeanor and choice and aesthetic blend into the crowd. Every choice we make affects how we are seen. Now that's a sentence that on its own is pretty profound and can be multiple podcasts on its own, but let's focus on it the ravenous way. Have you ever been able to reap the benefits of blending in? And has standing out in a crowd ever affected you negatively? These two questions should lead you to the gray man theory. So what is the gray man? It's kind of a weird term, but if we break it down, it's just a man who isn't on the color scale, isn't sticking out. A common description of him is the guy in the line at the coffee shop that you see yet never take note of. You forget you ever saw him. Nothing of enough significance stood out to you about this man. The gray man is the gent that flies under the radar. He doesn't cause a scene when his order is wrong, instead he politely and quietly communicates the issue to the waitress and smiles all the while. So how does the gray man fit into us, the ravenous? Well, the moment the gray man becomes what he is, he becomes an asset. When one thing... Sorry, stumbling on my words. When no one thinks twice about a stranger, he defeats their primary defense. Their first defense, their, their first wall, is observation. Now, if somebody is to bypass that defense, they're no longer seen as a threat. Um, it is often and widely considered easy to defend against a threat you see coming. That's just natural. If you don't see a threat, those are the ones that are really an issue. So here's, here's a good little common example. Walking down an alley, you see a thin guy wearing a hood and hanging out around the shadows in the alley. And obviously, this is kind of a, a sketchy character most would describe. To many, this would be a decent re reason to uh, turn around and walk the other way and find a new route. Or, depending on the size of the alley and the situation, give him some serious girth or... Make sure your woman's walking on your left and you keep him on your right, depending on what has to happen. I'm not discussing tactics, I'm just discussing behavior. The same man from the dark alley, if he were to be walking down the alley, taking off his hood, takes off his dark glasses, um, takes his hands out his pocket, puts on a decent smile and allows for eye contact, I mean, 
the two would walk past each other without a second thought. So this is just a simple example of perceived threat and perceiving someone as not a threat. Um, but why should you be that gray man? Why should you choose to blend in in public? Why should you choose to not stand out? Why should you become the gray man in your life? And I've, I've kind of broken it down into four kind of interesting reasons. One is being your community's local defender that isn't the first target. We have a society now where we focus a lot on, on shootings that are occurring, whether it be in your church, your school, your office. Well, if you're the guy at the back of the room where the shooter is, and you stick out like a sore thumb as, hey, that guy might have a gun. That guy might try and stop me from doing what I'm doing. Hey, he's wearing an officer's uniform. He kind of sticks out as a good guy. I'm the bad guy. I don't want the good guys here. I want innocent victims that I can take advantage of. So being the gray man can allow you to not be the first target. Obviously preferable. Um, the number two reason is you will have a different view of your community because you will experience being treated differently by your community. If you're the gray man, you're kind of easygoing throughout the day. You aren't the guy who gives the waitress a hassle when she messes up your order. You aren't the guy that's yelling at his wife in public. I mean, these are pretty extreme examples. But when you're nice and you smile to somebody, they smile back and they may not even realize it's happening. That fleeting 30 seconds of paying for your coffee and grabbing it and walking the other way, they're not really going to remember that. That's a fleeting memory for them. But they aren't going to treat you poorly, necessarily, unless they have their, their days going wrong. But you will have an easier time being nice to other people and be treated even easier. The third reason I wrote down is um, the ability to approach situations with minimal predetermined opinions from others. So this kind of plays into the second one. Um, it's just an extension of it I found important. When you're able to walk into a scene and maybe two people are arguing and it's getting a little bit violent, you might be able to be that guy who breaks it up just a little bit. Also, they aren't going to see you necessarily as the guy who can absolutely break it up. They may see you as just this nonchalant person who doesn't care too much about it and you're able to insert yourself into the situation and separate them a lot easier. You don't look like the 300-pound behemoth of a man that can lift each one of them with one arm and stick them against the wall. Um, no, they won't let you approach their situation. They'll still allow their situation to continue to escalate and all of that, and you can slip under that radar and be there to help, if that's your goal. Also, number four, as a kind of prepared guy, 
I carry a firearm. Um, concealing the tools at your disposal becomes even easier and less worrisome with minimal eyes on you. If everybody else is wearing a jacket, wear a jacket. Don't worry about being the cool guy who... Oh, I don't, I don't need a jacket. It's not that cold for me. Wear a jacket. There's no harm in it. It doesn't hurt you. Maybe it keeps you from printing a little, obviously. Um, be that guy walking down the street where... Okay, he kind of looks like everybody else. If you're walking down Wall Street, it might be advantageous to look like you belong on Wall Street. Now, I'm not saying you need to change what clothes you're wearing between the alley and Wall Street, but it wouldn't be the worst idea in the world to change an appearance slightly depending on your situation. I live in Idaho right now. I live near a bunch of farmers. It's kind of more appropriate to wear jeans out to dinner than it would be to wear slacks or shorts. I might be receiving a different bit of a look if I wear shorts out to dinner in town here or to the bar. Meanwhile, back in Texas, it's totally okay to wear shorts any day of the week, all the time. Uh, but that's just some, some cultural abnormalities. I mean, you're not going to be wearing jeans on the beach. You're going to be wearing board shorts and a t-shirt because that's what it takes to fit in. Fitting in is not a bad thing. Fitting in has these advantages and many, many more. We don't want to stick out like a sore thumb. There's no advantage to that. That's when you start getting into the, the area of hard target versus soft target versus gray man. I don't want to look like a target at all. In fact, if I do become a target as gray man, I have the opportunity to surprise. That's been one of the best tactics anybody's ever had is being a step ahead of somebody else. Not letting them know what position you truly hold. Nobody can ever argue that it's not a good thing to be able to surprise someone once you've become the target. Well, some may argue it's better to confuse or baffle or disappear and all that. They get in too much to all these different James Bondy secret agent kind of things, but really it's as simple as not letting yourself become the target, being situationally aware looking out for other gray men out there. If you're actively looking for gray men in the crowd, ones that are not sticking out on purpose, you'll naturally pick up that ability. You'll also start to notice people who do stick out, people who are up to something kind of shady. When they start batting their eyes around real fast, when they start looking down at their phone real frequently, real quickly, and... They may not be really doing anything on their phone. They're probably up to something because statistics have proven that most people, when they're up to something a bit suspicious, despise eye contact. So don't be afraid to give eye contact. 
it actually puts people at ease. And again, the same statistics prove that when you make eye contact with somebody who's about to do harm to you, they have a much harder time committing whatever act they had planned. Anyways, I have a rule of keeping these kind of short at the moment for the sake of brevity and the sake of your sanity as well as mine. Thank you for tuning in to the Ravenous Podcast. This has been our first episode. It's been a little dive into the gray man theory. Again, we will be covering mindset, EDC, and a little bit of everything in between. Thanks again.